Welcome to the rom-com, dudes. Ah, <laughs> oh, we're back. Right into your air holes. Um, living the greatest life. We're talking about a summer movie in the winter. Um, this was a summer movie. Huh? Yeah, they, it's in the in between their. It's in their what senior year? Is it the it's summer? Very, it's a spring movie because I think it's like a couple months before graduation. Wait, they say at the end of the movie like, so what do you get now that the summer's over? Don't really? they? I thought they said something like that. Oh. So they talk about summer because he talks about spending time with his little sister during the summer before oh, he goes to school. Oh, right. That's what they say at the end. So yeah. maybe it's like the end of the school year. Yeah. Okay. We are talking about the first time. Yeah. Another generic title for mm. a romantic comedy. <laughs> Very generic. I just want to look at the list of movies that we've done in the last six months and just like, I don't know if I could name the movie. I couldn't tell you the plot of the ti- with the yeah. title. This movie, um, it's good. Yeah. It's in the middle. Like, it's not the worst movie I've ever yeah. seen, but it's not the best. It's fine. Like, just to be very upfront, I may sound much more biased than Austin because I have the biggest man crush on Dylan O'Brien. Well, there's a very <laughs> hot sex scene in this, so... <laughs> Is it hot? No. Honestly, I thought that was the worst scene. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was weird that that was the tension... And it didn't last. It didn't was, last long. That was my that was my my biggest complaint. Okay, we can it, talk about. It. I yeah. guess we can talk about. We'll it just talk we about it in there. order. Yeah. yeah. Well, when we talk. Like I said, overall, it the, was enjoyable enough that I'd watch it again. And yeah, like I, said, I guess this might be my bias towards Dylan O'Brien. I'm just gonna be very clear, like, because I think overall it was an okay movie. Their their chemistry is really the thing that carried the movie. Yeah, like, I would the side agree. Characters were okay. I think the writing's pretty good too. Yeah. Because I'm sure they didn't ad lib all of this. This is directed and written by John Kasdan. So I want to do my two truths and a lie. Now, oh, we're doing the segment now. So you remember to do it? Oh, I remembered. Okay, okay. This movie was released in 2012. <laughs> I don't know if it's, let's do Britt Roberts Robertson, the the actress in this movie, starred in. A movie called The Space Between Us. Oh, she's in that? Is she? Oh, oh yeah. Two truths in the duh. <laughs> oh, wait. I already messed it up. <laughs> did you do two lies and a truth? I did two. Tr- I'm going to do three truths. Okay. But I'm going to mess it up. So I have to figure out what the lie is. Oh, wait. They're uh, all I'll truth. do three truths and a lie. <laughs> okay. Wait. Oh, no. I didn't mess it up. Dang it. Oh. I might have messed it up by just saying that. <laughs> Uh, John Kasdan, the director and writer, his dad wrote Star Wars, or, (laughs) I don't know how I'm doing this. I don't know how to do it. Screw it. I didn't write anything down. I just wanted to bring up that John Kasdan's dad did write Star Wars. (laughs) Really? Yeah, John Kasdan's dad, which you'll probably... Oh, did he do Empire Strikes Back? Yes. Oh, okay. Because so, that's the one where George Lucas didn't write. His name is Lawrence Kasdan. Okay. Yeah, everyone knows... Lawrence Kasdan's probably one of the best writers in Hollywood. So yeah. he actually wrote... No, he wrote... Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he wrote Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay. He wrote Star Wars Episode Five, Star Wars Episode Six. He oh, wrote... did he do Six as well? Mm-hmm. Okay. He wrote The Force Awakens. And then he Interesting. wrote, and then he wrote Solo, a Star Wars, a Star Wars story with John. 
with his son. Oh, okay. So that was hmm. kind of a father-son. That's, that's one I still haven't seen, but duo there. Yeah, he he also directed as well. So John Kasdan uh, or Lawrence Kasdan directed a few movies like The Bodyguard and Silverado, the old one. Hmm. Um, he was a way better writer than director. Uh, a lot of people would say. Um, probably again, like one of the most famous writers. In yeah. Hollywood. He wrote, he was probably one of the biggest names. Some of the most iconic movies of all time. Yeah. So. Yeah. John Kasdan. Um, we'll see. I, I'm, I follow him on Twitter because of the idea. He doesn't have a lot of Twitter followers. And I like that he wrote a star Wars movie. I didn't know he wrote and directed this till after you told me to watch it. And I was like, Oh, interesting. John Kasdan directed it and he wrote it. Yeah. I follow him on Twitter. He wrote solo. Of course, there's nepotism. Like, that's how he got in. Well, then, yeah. That's, yeah, it's Hollywood. Yeah. Um, he's pretty funny on Twitter, and he, he writes some pretty good tweets. Uh, I am curious to see what else. Maybe I can see what else he has coming up. Okay. But well, I'm, you, go ahead. I am curious, like, how he's going to do in Hollywood. I mean, he wrote Solo. They let him write Solo, which is cool. But yeah. what were you going to say? So I was just going to, while you looked that up, I was just going to get started on the story. Yes. I want to talk about Dylan O'Brien, too, before we get going on the story. And Britt, actually, whose real name is Brittany. <laughs> so Dil- Dylan O'Brien's a maze runner, right? Uh, I feel like he, he was actually this like up-and-coming who came off TV yeah. and this. like He had some smaller movies, and then he did Teen Wolf. Yeah, that's where I, I first came across him. Yeah, and then he did Maze Runner, which then really jumped him off yeah. into all these things. But then he got hurt yep. really bad in the third or fourth Maze Runner. Third, there's only three, so. Well, they were supposed to do four, weren't they? And then I don't think so. Okay. There's only three books, so I guess that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> oh, he, I think it was just planned for three, though. So John Kasdan might be writing the Indiana Jones movie, the new one. They're doing a new one? Uh, yeah. I, I thought that was just rumored. Anyways, Dylan O'Brien. I don't know. Yeah, so he got hurt. I'm pretty sure it was number three that they were filming. Because, yeah, it, he stopped acting for a while. Cause it for a long time. Up. He got really bad. Like, I think he broke his back or something. Yeah. And he came back to do a movie during the pandemic, uh, Love and Monsters, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm which we want to do, we'll probably end up doing on here. It's one of those romantic comedies that needs to be like fitted in for today's era. Yeah. Um, this movie, or Dylan O'Brien, again, like I think he would have been bigger if he just could have kept acting, but now he's that, like, let's see, there was... Yeah, because he's done, he has a bigger role coming up with, because uh, he did Deep Water Horizon with Mark Wahlberg, and he's doing another with him next year. Yeah, I guess the movie's, he finished filming in 2018. So it's not like he was gone for a long time, mm-hmm. but enough to, I feel like people kind of lost track of Dylan O'Brien. Yeah. I'm curious Except to see me. what else he does. I guess he's the voice of Bumblebee too. I didn't. And, and the only voice he has is just the very beginning scene. Oh. Before, so because when he gets down to earth, that's where he loses his voice. So. I guess that makes sense because he was probably still hurt. So he yeah. was like, I can record something, but I can't act. Yeah. I wonder if he was supposed to be in it. That'd be interesting. If he I got if he got hired into it and they're like, sorry, dude, you yeah. can be the voice of Bumblebee. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me. Um, That's going to be just a random role for him to be for his name. Yeah. Yeah, so his death cure, which is the third one, is where he... Um, his injuries included facial structures, a concussion, and brain trauma. Dang. Broke most of the right side of his face. I don't know if it, so is his face. How's his face look like in this new movie? It looks different, I guess. And he probably had a lot of plastic surgery and stuff. Probably. That's sad. Yeah. 
But like I said, I'm really excited for Love and Monsters, and like I said, he has a he has a, a thriller that was filmed in the, the education of uh, Frederick Fitzel. Yeah, a little horror looking. Um, but then it, it's in, not. It doesn't look like it's released. It was supposed yeah. to be released. I think it was this supposed year. to be released. So I think it's, it has a release for next year. Yeah, it looks interesting. And then uh, he was an American Assassin, which I I enjoyed. It was oh, like it was an okay film, but I think he did a good job for what it was. That's good. And he had good dynamic with. Uh, my gosh, Michael Keaton. Oh right, I never saw American Assassin. Yeah. I heard it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, and then he has a new, like you were saying, he has that new movie called Infinite. Coming yeah, out Infinite. With, that's what it is. Yeah, with Mark Wahlberg and and the director of uh, Antoine Fuqua. Fuqua. He's the director of the Equalizer. Oh okay. Kind of like um like an action film. Yeah, the Equalizer, Equalizer Two, Magnificent Seven, Southpaw. Oh, okay. Kind of like that. Old fat, I would call it like the old fashioned uh blockbuster, but yeah, Dylan O'Brien's still working, yeah. even though he got pretty heavily injured, yeah, in the Maze Runner. And then, uh, yeah, and then we have Britt, um, what was her name? Britt Robertson, oh, okay, or Brittany, she was in Tomorrowland, she's the girl. I did not even make that connection, not the not the little girl, she's like the just the girl that like travels through time, actually. Think oh, maybe that's, that's why I'm confused because I'm thinking of the little girl and I wasn't making that connection. Yeah, she seemed, that would have been young. That would make sense. For her remember age. the little girl, like how um, um, he freaking falls in love with her or something. It's freaking weird. I don't remember. I'm not liking that movie. So I remember. So Brad Bird, man, that's a yeah. Cl- George Clooney like starts falling in love with the little girl, <laughs> even though she's a robot. Just like how it's written is pretty interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Britt Robertson, she's in, like, The Space Between Us, which I said. Yeah. Which is, uh... Because she was in something else that I recognized her in. What was it? Because I said I it know. either off. <laughs> she she also has some, like, movie... Oh, she's in I Still Believe, which we talked about in the last Oh, yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. She's the love interest. Um, A Dog's Purpose. Oh. She's in a lot of, like, Christian movies, honestly. For some reason, when you said The Space Between Us, I was thinking of uh, Five Feet Apart for some reason. (laughs) Not the same title, not the same movie at all. In 2020, it's Six Feet Apart now. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she's in uh, Dan in Real Life. We did that movie. Is she? It says Kara. She must have been, like, one of the the daughters. Yep. The youngest daughter, maybe? I'm going to look up a picture of them. Yeah, she is the youngest daughter. Oh. Huh. That's fun. That is fun. We're connecting dots here. We talked about um, Dan in real life, and now we're talking about the first time. Yeah. I Okay, we can start talking about the movie yeah. now. Those, you know, I, I am interested to see what John Kasdan has to offer Hollywood. Like, his dad is a legend, and now we're going to see, like, what he can bring to the plate. Yeah. Burt Robertson, still working. She's still doing good stuff. Dylan, Dylan O'Brien, same thing. Um... Now this movie for me, I was like, "Wow, they're they're just going like like they're at a party and then they just start the two meet almost yeah. like instantly, like three or four minutes." Yeah, they start meeting each other, and I thought that was a really like that's I thought that worked really well for me. And then I'm like, "Oh, it's called the first time though. I bet it's about them having sex for the first time or what? You know, I <laughs> I never watched a trailer or anything for this." And then I started like thinking, "Okay, like, or maybe it's about like when they're." Like, one of them are going to have sex for the first time, any of those things. And then the movie's, like, an hour in, and I'm like, nobody's done anything the first time yet. (laughs) Nothing has happened. 
And I thought the movie moved quickly until I started realizing that for me. And so that, that kind of got me. I can see that, that like, you have those expectations. That yeah. I, it just like pulled me a little bit, like slowed me down from the movie. I can see that. I think the first 20 minutes are a lot of fun. And then, it, yeah, it just, for me, it was kind of dragging yeah. a bit. I said, one of the things I really enjoy, and I, I mentioned this in our last podcast, of I having some dimension to a character, some story, mm-hmm. like his 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 personal life makes the dynamic interesting. I think it's terrible. Really? I think his backstory is terrible. Really? Oh. He has a daughter or a sister. That's all we learn. I guess it's true. <laughs> like something about, they then start talking about her, like the sister's dad, but not his. Yeah. Like we don't see his family at all well, other he, than the daughter. So his dad got remarried and it was in a different town. It's mentioned. Oh, right. But, but then like his, oh, then, so they talk about his stepmom. It's not, to me, it didn't work. Hmm. And, and her, like her, her Brit's relationship, like her backstory was better in my opinion. Like at least we saw her family, yeah. even though it's not, I don't think it's that good either. Um, What's her name? Aubrey. So Dave and Aubrey. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting. Sorry. I, that's what we can have different opinions. Whatever, Carl's. And we can't, <laughs> I didn't think what sold it for me is I felt the relationship between like, so there wasn't enough screen time for a full development, but I felt like the screen time we got with the little sister was well done. And I felt like, I thought it was like, like, who is this girl when mm. I first saw her? Oh, right. Like it was never mentioned. And then all of a sudden she's like Dylan O'Brien, Dave is calling up Aubrey and was like, and she's sitting there. I'm like, yeah. oh, I guess he has a sister now, which is fine. Yeah. But then they like kind of sideline her, and then they bring her back to bring an emotional like draw to their character, which for me, it didn't. It I can didn't see work. where you're coming from. But uh, it worked for me. But yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. can see where you're coming from, though. The half of it did it way better. Oh yeah. Like they, the story for both families. Like I'm like, oh, yeah. they have families that like all three. Honestly, the love triangle had really t- interesting. And I even mentioned that I was. I was underwhelmed by this film. I think it's because I watched the half of it and then this. Yeah. And like I said, the half of it to me was just a really good movie. And this was like, this was okay. Yeah. It was enjoyable enough for me. Again, I just, my biases are probably coming out and why I like this as much as I do because I like Dylan O'Brien. Yeah. And there's, there's a lot of moments in here where they're trying to pull emotional strings. Like these, yeah, like the car crash. They see a car crash. That was weird. I wasn't a fan of that. Um, it's not like the direction is simplistic. Mm-hmm. You know, you can tell John Kasdan hasn't directed a lot of movie. He only directed one other movie bef- before this one. And it's made it what they probably only do three or four different scenes. Honestly, like there's the party scene at the very beginning. They don't move. They, they don't go anywhere, but that one yeah. spot. Um, then they go to her room. Like that's a, that's a, that's a setup. That's a scene that they stay in most of the time. And mm-hmm. then like, there's the restaurant. Like that's pretty much it. There's some like small stuff here and there, yeah. but like the direction is in this is simplistic where they just like set up a camera and they talk. Yeah. And John Kasdan, I feel like is a smarter writer than he is director. And I don't, I don't think this movie's even that it's okay. It's written. Okay. I think there's again, like I'm talking now out loud about it. I had a little bit of time to prop. I don't know. I, um, to, to realize what's going on. To progr- to pro- what am I trying to say? What's the word I'm looking for? I have no idea. Process. Okay. I've had a little time now to process this movie, and I I'm actually liking it a little bit less. Um, whereas, like, I don't know, the half of it or other romantic comedies we've watched, they um, 
I don't know. You can I, tell I don't us know where was, I'm going. You can tell this was lower budget. There's a certain, yeah, that is true, and, and that's that's I, how you keep the budget low. Is you stay in these three or four scenes. Yeah. Like I said, the, and I even mentioned this. Like the thing that carried it is that they're dynamic. They actually ended up dating after this for a long time. This movie made ninety two thousand dollars. Nobody saw this movie. Yeah, it was on, wow. it only had a limited release because it was. Uh, I think it may, and then probably where it made money because they don't talk about this was because it was a Sundance premiere in it March, is a Sundance. and then the limited release happened in October. Oh, I see that now. Yeah. So the finances for something like that are a little different. This movie reminded me a lot of uh, Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist. Yeah. Where it's like a chase movie where they're just like constantly looking for each other. Yeah. Um. So kind of like we said at the beginning is they meet at a party, the two, and uh, Dylan O'Brien's character is like trying to get with another girl, but they he like meets her instead. Yeah. Um meets Brit. We'll call yeah. them by their characters. So Dave meets Aubrey at this party and they start talking and, and Dave's like, Hey, I like this girl. I have, I wrote this letter. Can I read it to you? And Aubrey's like, yeah, sure. It reads it. And she's like, it's terrible. It's too cheesy. I don't like cheese. And that's where they kind of hit it off and they, uh, leave with each other because yeah. the cops show up. Yep. And neither of them had been drinking. So they just walked to her house and yeah. Yeah. And on the way over, they, like, get offered a ride by these strangers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean... This is the car scene we were kind of talking yeah. about. There's, like, there's definitely many more imper- imperfections in this film that I can... I, I like that. And even then, right after watch, I was like, that was underwhelming. But, yeah. Um, it's definitely not the worst. But anyway, so they, they end up hanging out at her house because her parents aren't home yet or they're asleep or something they're like that. They're asleep, yeah. So they have some wine, and he ends up falling asleep. They un- with her. With her. They kind of just, like, just cuddled fall up. Asleep, yeah. Well, they start asking like intimate questions, yeah. where she asks him, and he answers like, "No, I've never had sex." And then she, he asks her, and she won't answer. Yeah. And they go back and forth, and they get to know each other a little bit. And the morning happens, and he has to go, but she he never gets her number. Yeah. And so he meets up with his two other friends, his bros. Yep. His dudes. His little, as he described, Wait. his little English friend. <laughs> I'm rom-com dude number one, Austin. Did we see that? Oh, we didn't. <laughs> I'm rom-com dude number two, Carlton. 20 minutes in. 15? 20. <laughs> <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, yes, you are. <laughs> what is that? I did say welcome to the rom-com dudes. You did. <laughs> so <laughs> he meets with his brosifs. And uh, he, uh, yeah, they start talking about how we met this girl. She's amazing. But and they always get very, at least the the English dude always gives the worst advice. Yep. And and the big the big old dude uh, is like never talks until the second time they meet at the restaurant. Yeah, it's like a Jane Silent Bob situation. Yeah. It's oh, it's not not just it's stolen. It's like the Clerks. If you've ever seen Clerks or Jane Silent Bob. Jay's always talking, and Silent Bob is silent, and that's the that's the characters. Yeah. It's like Jay and Silent Bob, the British guy's always talking, and the the other dude's silent until he needs to talk, and then when he talks, it's like the best written monologue in the entire world <laughs> to tell the character that he needs to go for it, or it's never gonna happen again. Yep, type type thing. You just described it perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so we'll we'll learn that later. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, 
But while they talk, like, during the night, they kind of figure out they both have, like, uh, significant others in their lives, like yeah. uh, Dave and Aubrey. Yeah, so and Aubrey's boyfriend's kind of this, he's not in high school. No, he's, he's graduated probably just a year or yeah, whatever. But he's a musician, I think, is what it is. Yeah, he's in a band, and yeah. he, like, they... I didn't like him. No. Well, he's not even, a, like, the acting's not good. He's not likable. Not likable. Yeah. It was supposed to cause tension, but it didn't. It, like, didn't. The, um, that should have been where the tension was, not the sex. Yeah. Which we'll talk about later. And the party tension, I mean, it was carried by Dylan, uh, Dave, yeah. <laughs> Dylan Bryan's character. And so that scene worked for me, but it could have been better if the other kid was a better actor. Yeah, I agree. So... Um, and then I do the dynamic I wish could have been like I said it's it's hard to say because there's always certain things that like could have been better if it could have been more explored but at the same time th- to me this was a well a decently paced enough movie if it would have been any longer I don't know if it would have made it any better it would have sucked um <laughs> this movie's okay his it relationship been really bad if it was two hours long his relationship with Jane yes is that her name yeah so okay. Jane is it's it's kind of this typical like yeah, Jane. Uh, friend zone type friendship yep. where she's very open. She talks about all of her boy problems with him, and he's just like this great friend. And then, then like I said, I think that's well portrayed. And like I I have mixed emotions because I said I don't think this movie should have been should be any longer. But I feel like those relationships could have added better tension to the plot overall. Yeah, because it causes a little bit when they go to because the, they go to the movies, and she's like. Because she always snuggles him. She, he's, that's how she kind of sees him, even though he has deeper feelings. Right. And it affects Aubrey. Right. So they, like, finish the movie. The movie scene is bad. Yeah, they're just watching some, like, end of the world horror Well, actually, movie. the movie the movie in the movie scene sounded better than the movie I watched. <laughs> it sounded like, uh, uh, what's the bug movie? Or, like, Men in Black or, like... What's that? What's the bug movie? Uh, bug movie. Um, I want to keep saying Space Invaders, but that's not it. Or like, it just reminds me of like RoboCop or oh, okay. like uh, Terminator. It just sounded really cheesy, eighty sounding. I was like, that oh, sounds okay. so fun right now. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but like, they both leave, mm-hmm. Dave and Aubrey, because we're kind of bored of the movie. And yeah. and Jane like talks to to Dave and's like, like. What does she say? She whispers something. Yeah, she kind of she's hitting like kind of hitting on him, but, but like, like in a friend zone way. Yeah, yep. yeah. So he leaves, Aubrey leaves, and they start talking about how like they're in these like kind of dumpster relationships. Yeah, and yeah, and that scene kind of ends. They they go back into the movie because her boyfriend comes out because he didn't want to see it or something like that. Yeah, and then they end up going to this. The party. They all leave the movie early, or it's not clear, but they just leave the movie. They all leave the movie, whether in it or not. And this is where there's another. It's it's not even a party. It's just like, hey, let's go do this afterwards. There's a like I said, there's a group of friends that all went to the movies. Yeah, it's like Jane's group of friend, and then Dave's group's of friend, and they go to this thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they go to this party, and her boyfriend's just being weird. Yeah. He. I don't know, it just wasn't well done. It wasn't wasn't. working. It wasn't working. It was like he was trying to be the hippie, like. I'm above everyone. Yep. Uh, I know everything, but like how he was talking, it's not even the acting. It's kind of both the acting and the writing, but they're both like, I'm, uh, he'll say something smart, but how it's delivered doesn't sound smart. And then what he actually is saying is really not that smart. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It's fine. Yeah. It's and then, not. It's not. So then Aubrey and Jane have a moment outside where they talk about how, great dave is yeah um 
and Aubrey just kind of confused at how much. Um, my gosh, I'm getting their names mixed up already. Dark hair girl, that Jane. Jane, my goodness, I'm having a hard time with names I'm today. I'm the name guy. <laughs> Holy crap! I did it. I'm. But Jane is like, I always just date the worst guys, and I can never find a good guy. And you can tell. And this is where I think the certain moments of the movie, because again, she Jane's not a very good actress either. She's better than the boyfriend, but she's okay. Yeah. Um, but you can tell just the way that Aubrey kind of presents herself. That she she makes that scene a little bit better. Yeah. You can tell, like, you dummy, you have a good guy with yeah, you. Yeah, it's a cliche scene for me. Yeah, I didn't. Oh, this scene didn't work for me. But I, the only scenes that really worked for me is the non-sexual scenes between Dylan, Dylan O'Brien, and, yeah. and which Brent. is most of the movie. I'd say it's like I guess half. We, I, except when they make out, they make out a lot in this. Yeah, near the end, like, which was unnecessary after the pool party thing that we're like. After that, it's like all these make out. Yeah, very weird. But yeah, yeah, they. So yeah, they're. And then they have this conversation. And so then she goes inside and she's playing the piano and they kind of start talking. And he's saying that because the boyfriend is going to have said he's going to have sex with her. Yeah. And Dylan, conf- um, D- Dylan Dave. Brian's, Dave confronts Aubrey and says, you shouldn't have sex. You with shouldn't. Him. He's the worst. And he's right. Yeah. <laughs> and then I she kind of gets a little upset. And then the boyfriend comes in. They have a little tussle and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. He's just like, I want to go. And she's like, what? And he's like, I just want to leave. And then they, yeah, yeah and then they have a fight and yeah. they leave. And uh, uh, Dave calls Aubrey on the phone after a little bit, I yeah. guess. And I was like, hey, what are you doing? Is, is this where right? they go on a drive? Yeah, they go on a drive. And then we see the car yep. flipped over that we saw earlier. And then she gets emotional, like, oh my gosh. And it's not like, that's not the same. Like, I don't know where the emotion's coming from other yeah. than that they met because it's not the same night. And I think it's, I think it could have, because in a real life situation, that would be kind of gr- to like see someone that, like, even if you don't know them, but then to see them dead or But we car, don't know if they're we dead. We don't know that that's true. <laughs> so it just wasn't well played. Like, I can, I can get where they were, what they were trying to get at. It I, just wasn't executed well. Yeah. I think it, it, like, I think the writing was, again, fine. I just don't know if he knew how to direct that scene because yeah if it was the same if this all happened under the same night i think it would have been even more emotionally impacting because then it's like oh that could have been us yeah instead it's like two days later you don't know if all of those there was like four people in that car the the first time we see him it probably was just the one guy i would i don't know it's not clear she's like gets emotional like those people were so young and they you know and so they go drive they park their car they're saying how young he is and and then they make out. They make out in the rain, yeah. I think. And it's like, okay, now they're finally together. Yeah. Kind of. They both have significant others that they're still going after a little bit. Yeah. I think this is where it kind of, at least for him, Jane kind of just leaves the The picture, story. yeah. <laughs> but he, she, uh, uh, Aubrey still has the guy. What's his name? They break up soon within. Yeah. Yeah, this movie. Yeah. They start breaking up soon afterwards, but then they get back together. No, he tries to get back. So he tries, like, because one of the nights he calls her, and then I'm getting mixed up. I should pull Uh, it. It's fine. No, I I have Wikipedia pulled up. So so the honeymoon, this is like the honeymoon scene now, where, like, they're so happy to be together. They're making, for the next five to ten minutes, they're making out constantly. There's not a lot of dialogue. They drive each other back and forth to different places of the world yeah. <laughs> that this movie 
is in. And uh, they, they, I don't know, something happened. But Aubrey goes home by herself, and she realizes that her mom and dad are going to this, like, dinner. Yeah. And uh, this is, like, an hour, 30, 45 minutes in, yeah. maybe, like, an hour in. So we're, like, we still have 30 minutes left. Which, in my opinion, at this point, the first time has still not happened. But then we're starting to realize, like, oh, it might happen. I honestly think the first time should have been when they fell asleep in their room together. Yeah. It should have been quick. Mm-hmm. And it should have been, like, a mistake. It's called the first time. And then there should be a lot of tension there. They still meet each other. They yeah. still see each other a lot. And that should be where it was. Mm. But instead, we're an hour in. They The, the parents go on this to this dinner. She calls Dave up and says, yo, my parents are gone. Come on over. He's like, fine, comes over. They are starting to like, should we, should we not? Tension's happening. And of course they do it. And it's terrible. Yeah. They like, they're like, oh, it was really bad. It was your fault. No, it was your fault. It was like back and forth. And this scene goes on way too long. It's super awkward. Yeah. It's intentionally supposed to be awkward. But I also think if I was in high school watching this with a bunch of high school friends, I think it would just be awkward. Like, I don't think it'd be like funny awkward. I just yeah. think, because I don't think this movie's that funny. <laughs> it has, I didn't la- I don't think I laughed once. I laughed. It just has less. And, and like the, it's I, rom-com humor, yeah. I guess. Like it's and, like it's, the, and Dylan O'Brien has this, like I so said, I really, Michelle and I really watched Teen Wolf. And that's oh, where yeah. he's, he's the comedic relief. Uh-huh. He, so he has a certain type of comedic presentation that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. And that's where a lot of the comedy comes from is his presentation of that. I think this movie, like especially this scene should have been funnier. Yeah. It should have been so much more awkward. I don't think it should have been a dramatic thing. I think it should no. have been funny thing. Yeah. It should have been so funny. And, and instead we're like, it's really uh, serious and, and it's 15 minutes of them just like, like, uh, bickering back and forth to each other of them having sex for the first time. Uh, Dave leaves and says, Hey, you should call your boyfriend. Like you have things to do with him anyways. And she's like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You should, you know, you should go be with your sister. You're going to go graduate. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So then they end the night there. Um, he goes to the restaurant again. Huge. Mis- oh yeah. That's, and then this is where the Jay and Silent Bob situation yep. happens where the, his name is big corporate. Oh yeah. Says like because he's a football player or something. Like yeah, that. it's some football. So yeah, and the little English dude's like, I just say that because that's what he called him. It makes me laugh. His little English friend. Yeah, yeah. And he kind of tells him like, yeah, just move on. You're a senior. You got your life ahead of you. Blah blah blah. His name's British Simon. Is that really? What it is? <laughs> and then big corporate's like, no man. And you, you kind of yeah. explain and he gives us that. It's it's very cliche. I mean, it's enjoyable. It's fine. I, yeah. His presentation, like said, and he has a lot of subtle humor as well that I like. When he, he has like a couple one liners and it, I think they land well. Right. But and so it kinda like I said, it's very much an homage, a copy of uh Jay and Silent Bob, and that's exactly what happens. Yeah. And and so then like it's a hard cut to her sleeping of Aubrey sleeping and the phone oh, rings. This is where he gets a oh you know, yeah. Yeah, and so the phone rings and that's the old boyfriend. Yeah, trying to get get back, back and have sex with her. And she's just like, No, I'm tired. But you think it's gonna be Dave. You're like, oh, it's Dave yeah, calling. And she does too. Yeah, yeah. And um, the next day, it's like, hey, I met. It's like Aubrey's telling her parents that she messed up. She found a guy and messed all things up. This is all happening in like 15 minutes. Yeah, There's not very, much time left in the movie. Yeah. The movie's called the first time, and it's the last 30 minutes of the movie. Yeah, it's it's. 
Again, been... it should have happened when they first met. Yep. It would have been all. I don't know if it would have been better. It probably would have been the same, but at least I wouldn't be complaining how the last thirty minutes is the first time. Yeah, and I think because there's a, there's just a lot of room for writing the tension and comedy. Oh yeah, for based sure. off of that rather than leading up to it. Yeah, I think yeah. Um, I. So okay, so then they they are like they they get back. Well, Dylan Dave comes over and is like, "I'm so sorry." It was not, none of our faults. It yeah. just happened. It's our first time. We're going to be, we'll get better. It's only up from here type thing. And they're like, you're right. Can you drive me to school? The end. Yep. That's <laughs> like, it. it was the ending. Like I said, it, this is one of those things where it starts off really well. Yeah. Like I said, and for me, like so this is me personally, there's moments that kept it going, but overall I was not very satisfied with the ending. Right. And it really makes me look at like John Kasdan I don't know, as a right because he wrote this and directed this. Like, he probably had a lot to say in this movie, and it makes me look back at, like, Solo and the moments in Solo where I don't like, and I'm like, is that John's fault or is that Lawrence's fault? And and why, I don't know. It was an interesting watch. I'm glad we watched it because, yeah. I, I don't know, like, he's going to write the new Indiana Jones movies. He's going to do all yeah. these different things. And, and uh, yeah, it's interesting yeah. to watch this. It was different. Yeah, I would, I mean, it's cliche rom-com movie. Yeah. It's not... It's not different in the sense of like, oh, yeah. this is a different style of movie. Yeah, it's just it was just the storylines a little. Like, there's just different aspects, which, like I said, that's what kept a lot of it interesting for me as well. But like I said, overall, like I said, right after it was like, it was not a very satisfying film. I'll watch it, so I'll always look at Dylan O'Brien. But <laughs> yeah, I wonder if um, if John Kasdan got a lot of notes in this movie or not, where like he wrote the script and he's like, I just want to make I this wonder- movie that I that I wrote. I kind of feel like that's what, just because usually with a Sundance film, that's kind of how it works. There's not as much like executive power, which is, can be good, but sometimes it can be bad. And there's a lot of writers in Hollywood who want to direct because they're sick of director directors ruining their written piece. That makes sense. And I think that this situation, it would have been better if someone else directed. I agree. I, I'm not going to say like his writing in this is pretty good. Like there's some pretty clever, stuff in this and that that is fun to watch for for how for some of the slower pacing i do feel like the dialogue was well done i enjoyed it yeah uh you know it's 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 fun it's a i guess it's fun for someone (laughs) i enjoyed it and we like we said last week uh not a lot of people have seen this movie and so you know if you want to watch it on Prime and follow along with us, that's fine. If not, you know, it's it's not one you're going to miss too much. So yeah, that's thanks fair. for following us through this whole episode. I don't know. Uh, anything else you want to say about it? No. Okay, let's do the blank checks box, box office game. Yeah. Do, are you going to do January or are you going to do the October release? Because the January was when it premiered in Sundance, so I just went to when it was released in theaters, and it's nowhere on this list. <laughs> Yeah, I believe it. 92,000. It didn't yeah. do anything. Yeah. What day was it? October what? October 19th was the October weekend. 19th, 2012. So there's going to be a few horror movies on there. Number one is number one a horror movie? Yeah. Uh, a sequel. Not a direct follow-up. Not a direct sequel. Series of horror films. Is it a... Uh, it's not Saw. It's not a Saw series. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's... Uh, it's The Boy... Nope. The Boy 2, I guess. No. no. So I'll give you one more hit. Four. It's a number four. It's a number four? Yeah. Number four. Big. It's a big franchise. I, this, I don't know. Is it the big. Conjuring franchise? No, it's not that big. I don't. I thought this was bigger than it was. I think the first if one was big. If there's four, that's got to be pretty big. Yeah. Four. 
Who's in it? Uh, I couldn't tell you. I've never seen it, so. But you've heard of it. Oh, yeah. So it's pretty big. Number four, 2012. So the first one was like 2000. There's some like real, I don't want to call it like fake, because it's not found footage necessarily, but it's. Found? It has some like real, like. It's the Blair Witch Project? No, like I I didn't want to lead you that way. That's why I shouldn't have said that, because it, it has like, where it has like the, the bedroom cams. Oh, well, that was a big giveaway. Paranormal Activity. No, that was big. I'm sorry. I should Paranormal Activity 4. I don't know the, is it the? Yep, 4. It's just called 4. Yep, Paranormal Activity 4. I like the Paranormal Activity series. I've never watched I think they're better than they have any right to be. Like, they're fun. I've heard good things about the first one. The first one's a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun with the second. Third? Never. I think I saw the third, actually. I don't think I've seen past three, though. That's a big franchise, I would say. People know the paranormal activity. Yeah. Um, you should watch that next Halloween. I think it's it's fun. It's it's pretty. It's not as scary as people think. Like the first one is not scary till about the last fifteen minutes, oh, twenty okay. minutes. But so, number two, a horror movie. Nope, it's an Oscar winner, I believe. Oscar winner of two thousand won three Oscars. Two thousand twelve is such a blackout area for it. me because I was gone. No. There was a person who directed it and starred in it. Ben 60- Affleck. It's Fargo. Argo. Argo. Sorry. Argo. Ben Affleck. Argo. Argo. I mm. love Argo. I think I've it's a great it. movie. I've never seen it. It's okay. It should have won Best Picture. Uh, yeah, Argo Argo is uh, about like, it's a, it's a, I don't know if I can say this on mic. I'm going to say it's a Hollywood circle jerk movie. It's the best way I'd say it. It's like, it's a movie about Hollywood, and oh. Hollywood loves movies about Hollywood. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's about these movie producers go to the war to make a movie, quote unquote, but it's really to like steal secrets. Oh, interesting. In the war hmm. or whatever. What got nominated? I wonder what was nominated that year for best. I do kind of need to get. Yeah, yeah. Finished up here, so. Okay, what's what's next? Number three is a sequel to a Liam Neeson film. I don't know if that'll give it away. Uh, Taken? Two? Yep. I was like, that might have been too much. Um, number four is an animated film with a lot of big actors, and there's like four of them now. Um, I think when it came Shrek? out. Shrek? Think of the time it came out. This is the 2012. first one. Of it. 2012. It's oh, the first it's one. First one. It's uh, the... Panda, Kung Fu Panda. Nope. I'm it's, it's definitely a DreamWorks, huh? I don't think it's DreamWorks. I it's think not this Pixar. Is Sony that did this one. Sony four. I don't remember who did this. Okay, so um, cartoon Adam Sandler. Oh, it's a Transylvania yeah. Hotel Transylvania. Who did that? Was it? It wasn't DreamWorks that did it. Uh, no, it is Sony. It is You're okay. right. Yep. So Argo, Amour, Beast of the Southern Wild, Django Unchained, Les Mis, yeah. Life of Pi, Lincoln, Silver yeah. Lining, Zero Dark Thirty. Probably oh. would have given it to Django. I don't know. I still need Life to of Pi is really good, too. I like, I because it was right after I got home from admissions, so there's a lot of these movies I saw. Yeah. So I, I saw Lincoln. I saw Life of Pi. saw Dark Knight Rises. Kate? Ice Age one. Anyway, was that four or five? Oh, number five. I've never even heard of this. It's the name of a person. Lincoln. No. <laughs> uh, it's a name of a person. Let's see if there's anything else I can give to you. It's a action crime mystery. Action crime mystery. Tyler Perry. Oh, Tyler Perry movie, huh? 
Got 5.2. Oh, it's, uh, I know what it is. It's, uh, Homicide Detective. Yeah, Alex. Is it Alex, uh, it's the last name. Perry. Alex Payne. Cross. Cross. Thank you. I've never heard of it. Alex Cross. Yeah, those are the top five. Frankenweenie. There was a lot of, like, haunted movies in 2012 because Paranorman came out, Frankenweenie came out, (laughs) Transylvania came out. Okay. I didn't look up a letterbox. Give me some last thoughts here. Um, like I said, I will always support my my homie Dylan O'Brien. He's like the same age as me too. Are we? The, is he the same age as us? He was, I think he was born August ninety one. Wow. So, thank you for that fun fact. Yep. Like I said, I I really just fell in love with the guy from Teen Wolf. I that was I was surprisingly entertained by Teen Wolf. We kind of like, oh, this will be funny to watch, and there's interesting. I don't know if you'd like it. Like, so there's horror elements. The guy who does it, who made Oh, Teen Wolf. Yeah. Most of his movies are all horror movies. I think he's the guy who did, like, Sabrina, too. I think I could be wrong Hmm. on that. Um, Okay. Here we go. Jeff Davis. You know what I mean? Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Three and a half stars. Nope. Here we go. This is funny. This is from C Review 03. Two and a half stars. He said, uh, when Harry met Sally, but like half as good. <laughs> it's kind of true. Yeah. <laughs> Not even half. I'd say like 10% is good. Yeah. Harry met Sally is a great film. So. Uh, the best. The best rom-com we've done. Well, guys, thanks for listening again. Uh, no new reviews, but please give us the five stars. Jen, I'm so sorry for giving us three stars. We'll be better. We've been... We were better in the last one than this one. We had some tangents, but they were like related. I would feel like, yeah, like John Kasdan was the director and writer, mm-hmm. and I feel like Dylan O'Brien, Ian Dylan O'Brien. But I wanted to talk about their actor and their kind of their backstories. This yeah. is almost their first movies ish. Yeah, like it was it close was very, to that. Yeah. So I think that's why they made this movie too. Is like they were kind of cheap and they were charming. So yep. um, thank you, Jen, though, for the three stars. Anyways, random person. Um, Follow us on our social meds at romcom dudes. I'm gonna thank Jen every episode, by the way. Okay. I'm never gonna find this person. I should reply and be like, thanks for your feedback. You should. You're on every episode now. Uh, I don't know if I can do that. Um, it's public information. Five stars. Give it to us. Email us at romcomdudes at gmail.com. And as always, I think Carlton would marry Dylan O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs>